Have you hugged a ripen? Wagered a podcast bet? Toasted to friends at Clover Pine? Prove it all to your friends with Crossword merch available now in the gift shop. T-shirts, hats, mugs, stickers, and a whole lot more. Your purchase supports the show and keeps us running. Go to GhostbustersHQ/shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the Crossrip. This week on the program, we are turning the airwaves over to you. Uh, this is your show. We are uh, just over the moon about the new Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. Uh, and of course, Chris and I have talked about it now for many hours. Uh, but we wanted to give you all a chance. So we're opening up the voicemail lines. We're going to hear from everybody on your thoughts, uh, your analysis, your speculation, uh, some criticisms, but very few. Stay tuned. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! Well, hey, friends. How's it going? Troy here. Uh, welcome to the podcast. We have a great show lined up for you because we have your voices. Uh, it's always great when we get to open up the voicemail lines and get to hear from all of you uh, and and allow this to be your forum uh, because ultimately that's what we're here for. I mean, we're not here. Chris and I certainly love to hear ourselves talk. This much is true. How many years are we in now? Six, seven years, 12 years, 7,000 years. It feels like a, mil- a millennia here. But anyway, uh, so we we want you guys to be able to have a voice. Uh, we open up those voicemail lines every so often uh, to, uh, to hear from you all, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, fear not, we will be talking about the Ghostbusters 2 uh, score. Wonderful uh, release that just came out from Sony Masterworks um, and, and is on CD and digital now. It will be hitting vinyl in October. Um, but uh, there's definitely a lot to, to unpack and talk about there. We have uh, alt cues in there, things that I think were scored differently uh, that were either changed in the edit bay or done in revisions in the music that aren't present in, in this uh, CD release. Uh, very cool stuff, some stuff missing, some stuff that's brand new. Uh, we have, uh, we've seen an interview with Randy Edelman where he did confirm that uh, 50% of the score was lost uh, at the Warner Brothers vault uh, where it was stored after they recorded there and and he was not too pleased about it but at the same time I think he was pretty tickled because he got to go back into the studio and by himself uh, record uh, three new tracks for this album uh, release which are concert pieces uh, and are very fun uh, so anyway we'll get into that uh, next week Chris and I um, we will also be talking about it's like a score score mania, score uh, fever. Score no, fever is not the right word with a global pandemic. You know what I mean. <laughs> We're going to be talking about the uh, the score for Ghostbusters Afterlife that can be heard in a very fun, um, and I'm not just saying that because I worked on it, uh, stay puffed, uh, mini puffed uh, recipe video that was launched on all of the Ghostbusters uh, official uh, platforms uh, two weeks ago now as you listen to this. Um, and it's it's very cool. It's kind of our first 
listen of what I think is probably the mini puffed theme because it's kind of Gremlins-esque. It's got a lot of Elmer Bernstein in there. It's got a little bit of uh, Alan Silvestri's Back to the Future. It's a very fun, you know, 90 seconds worth of music and uh, just a wonderful treat to kind of tide us over, to continue tiding us over. Oh my God, we got Ghostbusters 2 score is out. We got this featurette that, that came out with a new Afterlife score. We've got toys all over the place. Uh, Ghostbusters cereal is now hitting stores in droves. Uh, the family size boxes are hitting Walmarts across the country. So if you weren't able to find the Ghostbusters cereal before, chances are go to Walmart and you can find it now. Um, I know people always love to complain, but there's not a lot to complain about right now if you're a Ghostbusters fan. Like, we got a new movie coming on the horizon. We're being spoiled with all these toys. It's fun stuff. Um, but uh, anyway, <laughs> here I talked about it for five minutes. We're going to be talking about it quite a bit next week. Uh, so please tune in uh, when Chris is back. We will we'll go through all of the score stuff, all of the new uh, merch news. There's some some Halloween costumes, a bunch of stuff that we'll be, we'll be touching on next week. But... I don't want to drag this out any longer. I do want to get into your voicemails. So here we go. I'm opening up the phone lines. Uh, I'm listening, Seattle. Is that a good Fraser? That wasn't a good Fraser. I'll, I'll work on that. Anyway, here, here you guys. Here you are. Hey, uh, <laughs> Crossroad guys. Uh, Mike from New York here. I am absolutely loving this new Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. Holy moly. I'm so ecstatic that they actually confirmed, yes, this is Egon's family. Uh, I'm so happy that we get to see Carrie Coon and Paul Rudd's characters interacting in this new uh, trailer. I cannot believe that they are confirming that there is something going on with Zool and we get to see, uh, sorry, something's going on with Gozer and we get to see Zool and I'm absolutely loving the like expansion of seeing that scene with the RC trap reveal and the gunner seat. It looks absolutely amazing. Only race fans would come up with that. Um, yeah, I, I, I just like that they're going back and using the, oh, it was like the Walking Dead uh, line, which is very, it's very relevant for everything that keeps happening uh, with that franchise, because just when you think it's down, it's back. You know, you can't, it, it never... This franchise will definitely never die. It'll just keep coming back. And I love that this looks like it's going to be keeping with the spirit of the original two movies and using everything that they learned technology-wise and story-wise from the Answer the Call movie to just leapfrog off of and hopefully propel this franchise forward into staying active forever. Uh, you know, can't wait to hear the next episode, your thoughts on this. And yeah, I'll see you guys on the other side. Hey, Chris and Troy, this is John from Chicago. 
Uh, just a thought after kind of watching uh, you and yes, had some uh, hash out over the, the, the latest trailer, which was great. Uh, just a question about the relationships among the different characters. So we have about 37 years of media aside from the, the, the films uh, and I guess the video game, which uh, we don't know if is, is going to be uh, acknowledged or not. But, you know, we've got the cartoons, we've got the comic books and other other media where we get to see the characters interact with each other and build relationships. Uh, but in the movies, uh, you know, uh, Venkman barely interacts with Winston in the first film and Egon, uh, pre- I don't know if he has any interaction with Janine in the second. And so it's just I'm curious because this third film is going to uh, have to make up for for all of those years and maybe a lot of things that happened off screen so i'm curious to see if uh you know some of our uh, notions of what relationships exist that have been informed by you know the real ghostbusters and and stuff like that uh how how maybe some of those perceptions aren't going to be quite the case in this new movie so it's something that i've i've, I've kind of been thinking about and wrestling with as to uh how how everything fits together, even though it it doesn't. You know, we have 37 years and a lot of different uh, uh, iterations of the franchise. So that's it. Uh, just a just a thought. But I uh, hope you guys are doing well, staying safe out there, and uh, see you all on the other side. Take care. Hey, Troy and Chris, it's Eric Quakenbush from Hawaii. I got to see the new trailer with. Um Jungle Cruise, which is a fun movie, and then uh, it's a different length than the one that they released. It's uh, edited down a little bit, so uh, that was kind of fun to see. And I didn't—I looked it up, knew it was on that movie two weeks ago, then forgot about it, and then I was excited to see it again today. <laughs> so it was fun. My sister's watching with me. Goes, "Who's your grandpa?" And I'm like thinking they just showed his jumpsuit. <laughs> She's not as into the show as I am, so I explained it all. But uh, that was—that was really fun to see in the theater. All right, good luck, you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Hey, Chris. Hey, Troy. It's Jim Maritato, a.k.a. Vink Maniac, uh, in uh, California, and I'm giving you guys a call about the trailer. Uh, I wanted to say that I think we all think the trailer is amazing. I think the trailer is amazing. I loved it. I've watched it way too many times and lost count. But the thing that's been really cool is showing it to people who are, like, not within the fandom and saying, hey, check out this trailer. And they're totally expecting to be like, yeah, whatever. This dude who's into Ghostbusters is showing me a trailer. And then they get about, like, 25 seconds into it and stop and look at me and go, this looks really good. Um, So I'm really excited because they're doing a good job with the trailer of not just appealing to those of us who are huge fans, but the people in general who are like, wow, this looks like a really good movie. Um, And I think that beyond that, there was a sort of genius level thing that they did in marketing and uh, creating this 15 minute breakdown that if folks have not seen on IGN where uh, Jason Redman broke down each of the scenes of the trailer and, I think this is really smart because it really kind of not only set the tone of like, hey, here's what the movie's going to look like. It's spelled out for you in less than three minutes. If you have any questions about what you saw, there's an amazing 15-minute breakdown that sort of says any worries you have here, they're going to be resolved for you. Um, But the biggest thing I think is really exciting about this is that this is like, to me, feels like a revitalization done right. There's not a reboot. And it's also not like a revitalization that feels ham-fisted or the attempt to try and create a franchise in the six movies that we'll see how they go. It's an attempt to revitalize something by going back to its source and its core, and it feels like it, and it feels so genuine and honest. And I can't wait to see this movie. 
thank you to you guys for covering all the stuff you always cover, uh, for spending all the time you've spent breaking down what's going on with everything with the trailer. Uh, and I really look forward to celebrating this thing together, all of us in November. Everybody keep on busting. Hey, Chris and Troy, this is Taylor calling from Vancouver for the Metro Vancouver Ghostbusters. And I just watched the incredible new Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer this morning at like 5 in the morning because that's the time my kids get up sometimes. Absolutely blown away. I think I've watched it about 20 times already. So many questions. So satisfied. Love the little button at the end with Ray's cult. Oh, it was so good. What are your guys' thoughts? I think it's great. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Live from Vancouver. Hey, Chris. Hey, Troy. It's Trevor from the Welsh Ghostbusters. That trailer was epic. It was perfectly weighted for everything you needed. For a ghost head, for someone that's kind of just dipped in and out of watching Ghostbusters itself, it was perfect. It covered off a lot of things. The little snippets with uh, Janine coming back and then Razor Colt was absolutely amazing, really. And it kind of just added that little bit more dynamic of the next step to the film. Um, it gave you enough without giving you too much to break into the film, is, is the feedback we've had from our team. Um, a lot of people with watery eyes, um, myself, very kind of emotional on the day of watching the trailer. Um, but I think it's a combination of like we're moving the next steps of the franchise, really, uh, and growing it from there. Um, one of the things I picked up on, it was interesting seeing all the merch dropping. That was quite... Um, the timing was very strange. Um, I wasn't expecting it. Um, I think Chris said about it, just appearing. Um, and we started seeing it on our timelines coming through and just sharing it to the guys. Um so there's that i think there's still a lot to come but i think it's nicely balanced now where people like ghost says and non-ghost says can't wait to see the film coming through um the other thing i just think to take away from it i know a lot of people seem to see that new ghostbusters traders a chance to bash 2016 and answer the call um i think it grows an extra appreciation from it as i watch that film and it's good fun ghostbusting um and it doesn't pull on my heartstrings probably as much as now the change of what uh, jason is doing with the next steps of the film really um i hope you're all keeping well uh, we'll speak to you soon Hey, Chris and Troy and all the ghost heads out there. Uh, this is Pablo of Call the Ghostbusters. And uh, I'm calling in because I'd like to chime in my thoughts on the uh, uh, Afterlife trailer. Um, you know, honestly, it's incredible that we've gotten Afterlife after all the hullabaloo of 2016. But more importantly, it's incredible that a follow-up to Ghostbusters 2 is happening that isn't the 2009 video game. Uh, growing up, I didn't have um, Ghostbusters that prevalent in, like, pop culture life, I guess. So it was just me and the and the second film. Um, I mean, the me in the first and second film, you know, just using those two for years and years and years on VHS and then DVD. And then discovering the cartoons and the comics and games and all that in like the 2000s when it was barren and it was nothing. It's just incredible that it's happened. And more importantly, like just the stuff they showed in the trailer from Muncher, from the mini puffs to the, the puppet, a minor zombie ghost character, just everything about it is a beautiful love letter to that original. Um, and also, I like that it's doing a sort of dramedy thing 
because that's something I think Ghostbusters is kind of needed to step away from just being this 80s comedy because I think the cartoons have always well, not been dramatic, but they do leeway to offer that and, and the comics too, definitely. So I, mean, I just can't wait for November and I hope to God that variant, Delta variant doesn't screw things up. Oh man, I just can't wait to see it in theaters in November. It's going to be fantastic. And, um, hear from you guys another time. Bye. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters. Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Well, there it was. A uh, fun episode, a uh, short episode. I mean, the, the voicemail episodes usually end up being a little bit shorter uh, than than uh, our regular shows. But uh, thank you so much to everybody who called in. Uh, we're so thankful every time you hit up those voicemails. Look, the, the voicemail is always open. That is a <laughs> that is a 24-7 repository for any of your thoughts, comments. If you just need to talk to somebody and there's nobody else on the other line, please hit up that voicemail and, and just uh, gab away. Uh, it does cut you off. As we've now noticed, like if you record a good three-minute chunk, I think it cuts you off. But uh, So if you ever get cut off, just call back in and keep it going because obviously I cut them back together here, so it ain't no thing. We'll splice them together and we'll let you uh, have your full time. Um, but uh, yes, so uh, thank you again to all of you for listening. Thanks for all of your support over the years. Uh, it's so fun to ask for voicemails and to have people call in because it also it shows us that people are listening. That's always, I don't know, we're really insecure sometimes as podcasters. We throw this thing out into the void and we have no idea if you guys are out there and listening to us. So I, I, I always greatly appreciate it. Um, so next week, regular episode, Chris and myself will be back to talk all the things Ghostbusters as we often do. And uh, yeah, we hope you'll join us. Until then, see you on the other side. Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Visit us at protoncharging.com, ghostbustershq.net, and stillplayingwithtoys.net. They used to be one of my two favorite shows. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Careless Pets. We're so cool.